You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. And that's why we're starting a series today. It's entitled, Great Faith. Because all of us need great faith to wait on the promises of God. All of us need this kind of faith for us to be able to endure 2019. I know all of us want this, and as we start this series, we're going to go through six weeks of the book of Hebrews, and we're going to talk about different stories, different people on how they have great faith. And my prayers for each and everyone here in this room today, that as we go through the Word of God in six weeks, that not only we'll be able to learn how to have great faith, but for us to be able to apply it as well. Because it doesn't really, it won't help us that we know unless we do the will and the word of God. And with that, can I ask everyone to close their eyes as we devote time to seek God, as we devote time to pray for this series and the the preaching of the word today. Heavenly Father, thank you as you remind us of what it is to to have that life to be led by you. Thank you, Lord God, that you desire for us to have this kind of faith. Great faith, Lord God, for this year, for us to be able to finish strong in 2019. Lord, we declare your goodness to be upon your people today. Lord, thank you that you and your word will do its work, Lord God. You're going to break walls. You're going to shake the ground, Lord God, in our lives. You're going to orchestrate things that you can only do, Lord God. You are a God of turnarounds. You're of God who orchestrates things that we cannot do on our own. And so today, Lord God, we commit this time to you. Anoint the preaching of your word. This we pray in Jesus' name. And everybody say, Amen and Amen. All right, we're going to go through the book of Hebrews, specifically chapter 10 and 11 for six weeks. We're going to talk about a lot of great things, a lot of great people of the Bible. But today, we are going to talk about the Hebrew believers. You know, the book of Hebrews, unfortunately, there are a lot of speculations of who wrote the book of Hebrews. We don't know. Some say it's uh, Paul, some say it's Apollos. What we know is he's very close to Timothy. We know that he is speaking the word of God to the Jewish believers. Why? Because the main purpose of writing the book of Hebrews is this. Because the people of God, the Hebrews, the Jewish people who believe in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, were actually drifting away from their belief. They were drifting away. They were getting farther and farther from God. And the problem with this kind of life is that we know this. If you are drifting away from God, you're actually drifting closer to something else. They were drifting away. They were drifting away from what they professed. They were drifting away from the promise of God. And now they were drifting to the worldly things of the world. For the Hebrews, maybe they were thinking, I've been a Christian, I've been doing my part, I've been doing the word, but how come nothing is happening in my life? This was the tension that they were thinking about. This was the tension, this was the things that they were thinking about, that's why they were considering themselves to go more of what the world says. They would see people and they would say, okay naman siya. Why don't I just, just follow that path and leave and drift away from God? And I would do that 
And you know, the problem in their hearts is the more that they drift farther and farther from the Lord, the more that they want to do this. This is their exit channel. This is their exit strategy for them to quit their faith in God. For them to quit their faith in God. And this is true for even all of us today. That sometimes we actually quit on our faith in God. That sometimes we're actually here, Sunday in, Sunday out. That we're here meeting our victory group. But at the same time, sometimes we just doubt our faith in the Lord. That sometimes we consider the ways of the world are better than what the Bible says. We too try to or tend to drift away from God. This is reality that we try to battle unbelief in our lives. That we consider worldly things sometimes more than what the Bible says. Remember this. Try to recall the last problem that you had. What was your first and very first option to fix the problem? Was it based on this book? Or was it based on worldly advice? Was it, was it an advice from someone who said, you know what, that's your problem, do this. And you will get out of it. You know, the word of God today is not to judge us of our dwindling faith. If we have that faith, you know what, I'm speaking also as someone who at times, Lord, I would ask God, I would, at times I would say, Lord, when will these things happen? Lord, are you still there listening to my prayers? You know, we need to hear this. That sometimes we really want to quit. Even we don't say it verbally, but in our hearts, some of us have actually quit on our faith in God. But there is good news. Amen? Parang nalungkot na kasi lahat, bro. Eh. Parang napansin ko pa. <laughs> Makapag-uwi ko sa ko. There is good news. And this good news is for the people of God. Tap the person to your right. Tell that person, this news is for you. Tap the person to your left. Sabihin mo sa kanya, I was listening. Please, don't disturb me. (laughs) This is the word of God for God's people today. And that is, do not quit. Don't quit. We will go through that. And the Hebrew author gives us three reasons why we should not quit on our faith in Him. That why we should have that great faith to believe God and His Word. First, verse 10, chapter 10, verse 32 says in the book of Hebrews, he says, But recall the former days when after you were enlightened. Just like what Pastor Alan was saying a while ago, he said, Recall the time that you got saved. The Hebrew author was bringing us back. He brings us back because we are people who easily forget. Recall the day that God saved you. Recall the day that you felt the love of God in your life. Recall the day that when you were hopeless and when you learned that salvation comes from the Lord, what happened to you? That you were so much on fire. When you first met Christ, parang, oh, grabe, the love of God controls me. I'm going to preach the word. I'm going to tell this. Alam mo, lahat, sakay mo jeep. The love of God compels me to preach the word. People would laugh at us. The Bible says, 
even when we endured hard struggles and suffering, remember that day when we first encountered the Lord, the people that we love the most came to our minds. They need to hear this. They need to hear the good news. I'm going to tell them. When I told someone very close to me, sabi sa akin, sabi ko drugs na talaga to eh. The love of God controls us. The love of God compels us. Why? Because He's the one who made us feel that love. He has put that fire in our hearts that when we first got saved, we were so blessed. The fact that we know that we have a place in heaven. The fact that we know that our lives is not only here on earth, but it is more than that. It is beyond this lifetime, it is for eternity. Verse 33 says, Sometimes, even being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction. The days that we were first, that when we first believed, we did not care about what people said. Ako, I've been called many names. College friends. Sabi niya, Uy, grabe. Si ano, nag-victory na daw. I was in Ortigas. Nako! Born against na. They would say that to me. Sabi na, oh, nag-church na ako. Can I invite you? Grabe. You will feel the love of God. Sabi na ako, alive, alive. Have you felt that way before? That they were making fun of you? But you know what? When they were making fun of us, the first time we knew who Jesus was, we didn't care. Why? Because there was that fire in us. We were so passionate, the only concern we wanted to come across is to share who Jesus is. That we would do anything. That we would actually treat them outside even with our allowances. I was still a student that, de- that time. Na talagang yung iba niloloko na ako para lang makakain silang libre. Pero ako, alam mo, okay lang. Love ka ni God. Kahit nag-breakfast, lunch, dinner, tas nagpapamirianda ka pa ngayon. Verse 34 says, If you had compassion on those in prison and you joyfully accepted the plunder of your property, grabe, no? That for some believers, that when they first encountered who Jesus is, okay lang sa kanila that people took advantage of them. They had compassion, but I want you to Look at this one word in this verse, verse 34. It says, had. For you had compassion. Meaning it's not there anymore. Meaning it may be there, but it's not that fire, hindi na parehas before. You know, the pressures in life will actually try to diminish our faith in God. That when we started a life in Christ, we had so much passion, but the verse says, we had. Not we have until now. It says we allowed people to plunder us. That we allowed people not taking advantage of us. It says since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession in, and in abiding one. We knew that it was about the heavenly rewards. We knew that okay lang, people would make fun of us, okay lang, when we preach the word, it doesn't matter if they do not accept for as long as we preach the word. Why? Because we were focused on God. We were not people pleasers then when we first encountered God. It was all about Him. And that's why the Hebrew author was saying, alam sinasabi niya, naalala mo ikaw noon, when you had so much fire, when all you were thinking about was God and nothing else. 
You know, the problem is not only for the Hebrew believers, but also for us, the people of God, who have been with Christ for the longest time, this happens to us. We become grumpy. That the faith that we have in the Lord for years, sobrang pressure, we feel the pressure of the everyday life, we become grumpy. Nagiging masungit na tayo na Christian. Look at the person to your right. Yan. Wag mo nang sabihin. Baka magalit. We become grumpy believers that when people need an encouragement, somebody would go to you and say, Bro, alam mo, bago lang kasi ako sa ano eh, church eh. I just received the Lord. First time kong may ma-encounter na problem na ganito, ano bang gagawin ko? Nako, wala ka ng pag-asa. Ang tagal ko na dito, wala ang mangyayari. Do we speak life? Or do we speak death? That for you to witness to someone is, do you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Uh, I'll think about it. You're going to hell. Are we grumpy? Are we too tired of our walk with God? And that's why it's a good reminder for us. And the first reminder is, the Hebrew writer was saying, do not quit. Why? Because he wants us to remind our first encounter with God. Because the first encounter with God, our salvation, is something that we should always go back to. It says, don't quit. Why? Because God has begun a good work in you. It was not us who actually have that fire. We did not start that fire in us. It was God. He started a work in you. Tell the person to your right, God has started the work in you. That our salvation, listen up, our salvation is not the end. It's only the beginning. God has a plan for you this 2019. God wants to bless you this 2019. God is not yet finished with you. Amen? You guys are quiet today. Hindi pa galit, It's like this Lego project. And we are the Lego and God is the one forming us. For us, we don't know what He is forming. For us, ano bang ginagawa mo, Lord? Okay na ako. Uh, Just bless me. Just give me my prayer request. You want to go out on your own. You want to be that Lego piece He created. But you know what? God is not yet done with us. He is creating a masterpiece in you. The Bible says, this is what Paul said, Philippians 1.6, And I am sure of this. He is very sure, very confident that he who began a good work in you will bring it into completion to the day of Jesus Christ. God has started something in you. Don't quit. Don't give it up. Why? Because God has a plan for you. That's an exciting life. And that's why this is what he says. Hebrews verse 35 says, Therefore, do not throw away your what? Confidence. Why? Because for us, how do we define confidence? When we're winning, example, no basketball, no? When we're playing basketball, we are up by 30 at halfway when we enter third quarter. Are you confident you're going to win? I think walang naglalaro ng basketball dito. Sige, sepak takraw na lang. Oh. So you're, ba- you're in, in a basketball game. Championship. Yan. You're with the Hinebra. You're up by 30. And you're winning. Third quarter starts. 
Do you have that confidence to win the championship of Game 7? Yes, right? But the problem is when it's, an, it's the other way around. When we are down by 30 at halfway, what happens? Our confidence diminishes. But you know this story, right? As believers, you know this story that halfway, what happens? Big J comes in the dugout, diba? Sino si Big J for us believers? Hindi, Jaworski pa din. Hindi po nag-change si Big J, no? Kung, diba? So, ano ginawa ni Jaworski? Midway, he goes in the dugout. Diba? Sabi niya, nag-pep talk siya. Guys, ano sinabi niya sa players? Hindi niya sila pinagalitan. Ang sinabi niya, you've trained hard for this. You put blood and sweat. Naging English ba si Jaworski? I think, no? So sabi niya, you put blood and sweat. You got this. You can do it. We can finish it. You have trained so hard. What Jaworski was doing is bringing them back to what they've worked on. Bringing them back to the beginning of when they first joined the team. And what happens? You know that this story, that they won the championship. You know that they won the championship. Why? Because of that confidence. You know, Jaworski didn't go there for publicity. Jaworski didn't go there for uh, a picture, and a photo op. He actually went there, what? To build their confidence up. You know, for us also, God desires us to not quit. Because we can have that confidence even though tambak na tayo in life. Alam nyo ba yun? You know why? Because our confidence is not anchored on what's happening around us. As believers, our confidence is anchored on who Jesus is. Verse 36 says, 35, Therefore, do not throw away your confidence. Why? Because there is a great reward. Which is a great reward. It's not just a reward. There is a great reward. How many of you want to have a reward this 2019? Don't lose your confidence in Christ. As we continue, sabi niya, what do we have to do? Sabi niya doon, verse 36, for we have need of endurance. We need to stay, we need to fight, we need to live a life of faith. A life of faith is not a bed of roses. But one thing is for sure, a life of faith is with the Lord of God. It says, so when you have done the will of God, what is the will of God in this Verse, it is endurance. Sabi niya, you need endurance. So if you do the will, when you do the life of endurance, why do I want to point that out? The problem is for us, when we talk about the will of God, we always picture a perfect life. When we say we are in the will of God, para siyang uh, be still, parang lake, diba? parang river, Pasig river. It's like something that is so serene. You know what? The Bible says, you can actually be in the hardest time of your life, but you are with God, and it is this, and it is still His will. The will of God, if we do the will of God, and in this book it says, the will of God is to have that endurance, not only will have receive a reward, we will also receive a promise. A lot of promises, promises are found in the Bible. The question is. Are you ready to take a hold of them this year? There is only that reward that is waiting for us. And so the Bible says, Hebrews, just for today, it says, don't quit. Why? Because God has a greater reward and a promise for you.
It's something to hold on to. It's something for us to not look at the surroundings. We need to refocus our eyes on God. Why? Because when we focus our eyes on God, the promises are there with Him. The rewards are there with Him. We need to endure. As you continue, it says in verse 37, it's okay to endure it. It's okay to stay in a life of faith kahit na mahirap, kahit sobrang pressure because it says, for yet a little while. Malapit na, guys! It says, yet a little while, almost, and the coming one will come and he will not delay. The coming of Jesus. But my righteous one shall live by faith and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. The life of faith that we have is a life of enduring the things that we are going through. And that is why the next time you will go through a trial in life, that we know this, all of us will have trials in life, right? The next time we will have a trial in life, when people see you, you are so excited. Guys, there's no trial. Bakit? Bakit ang saya mo? Because there is a reward. When things are not going your way, when the past, you've been waiting for so long, for months, for years, today, walang progress, you should be excited. You know why? Because there is a reward. And people around you will say, you know what? It's okay. Because God will prove Himself faithful. And when that time comes, He will say, His excitement, I want that. His faith, I want that. Why? Because His God is a promise-keeping God. Amen? Because His God is a God of breakthroughs. Verse 39 says, but we are not of those who shrink back. Hindi po tayo nagbabag down. God reminds us through the writer of Hebrews of who we are not because the enemy will try to deceive us. The enemy will try to lie to us of two things, that we are those who back down. Pag nahirapan tayo, we back down. But the Bible says we are not of those who back down and we are not easily destroyed. The faith that we have is not of people who back down. Declare that. Let's do that today. Just hold your heart today. Remind yourself, I am not a person who easily backs down because of Christ. A lot of us tend to be shaken easily because of trials. And the Hebrew writer reminds us of who we are. We are of faith and who perseveres. We are of faith and one who preserves our soul. Imagine your year going through trials, but as soon as you know that it's not in your hands, as soon as you know you can't fix it on your own, you have that faith and saying, Lord, I know you'll give me the breakthrough. Imagine that kind of faith, that great faith. And so the third reminder of the Hebrew author is, don't quit, remember who you are in Christ. This is who we are as children of God. We are people of victory. Amen? Let's not quit. He is orchestrating something in our lives. Just like what He's doing in that family. Not only that, we should not quit. Why? Because of who we are in Christ. That your identity in Christ as sons and daughters can storm the heavens and say, Father, 
I need you today to rescue me. Father, I need you to answer my prayer. Father, Abba, Father, I need you to rescue me here. One message, and I know you know this. Don't quit. Don't quit your faith in God. Go back to Him and believe. Don't quit. Hebrews 11 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. It is the assurance of the things that you do not see, but you believe it anyway. Why? Because that is faith. And that is my prayer for each and every one of you. That no trial, no tribulation, no challenge, no pressure in this world this year or the years to come in your life will shake you and drift you away from God. You know why? Because He has started a good work in you. Amen? Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.